0: welcome to the Zoe Health Podcast, a conversation where we explore topics that affect women's health and wellness and matter to you. I'm your host, Dr. Nontland Tole, co-founder of Zoe Health, your all-in-one women's health and wellness platform. We love hearing from you and interacting with you, so please join the conversation in our community chat to let us know what your views are or to share your own stories about the topic we'll be covering today. For more information, please visit www.zoehealth.com Zoe is spelled Z O I E. We hope you love listening to the podcast. Please remember, any information we share here is not a substitute for a consultation with a qualified health professional. So make sure you book your next consult soon. Let's get started.
1: Hi! <laughs> Hi guys. This <laughs> so horrible you. how are guys? <laughs> i'm good
0: how are you Lonnie? i'm good thanks i love the hair you look amazing thanks (laughs) super excited today something that's really close to my heart that we're going to be talking about and that's cervical cancer testing for hpv so guys tonight that's what we're talking about testing for hpv and being able to do that in the comfort of your home because we know that you guys are not going for pap smears for whatever reason there is. We'll chat to Dr. Kaz about that. But yeah, yeah here, at, here at Zoe, we've been working on something to help you guys really test yourself at home to make sure that we can eradicate this cancer because we all know it's it's preventable if you vaccinate and also if you test regularly. So yeah, yeah, let's jump into it, Dr. Kaz. Let's let's talk about cervical cancer, HPV. How how and what are each of those things? How like, are they related and so about?
1: forth? Yeah, Yeah. so human papilloma virus is HPV, okay? It's quite a common sexually transmitted virus, all right? But it can also be transmitted from skin to skin. It can be transmitted from mother to child. So if the mother has warts and the child comes in contact, you definitely can get the HPV, okay? So HPV itself, the disease, is not... So dangerous. So it doesn't always lead to serious illness. Unfortunately, when it does, then the illness is what you've just described now, which is cervical cancer. It is also related to other cancers like anorectal cancers, which is basically, I don't want to say another word, but like your asshole <laughs> going up to the rectum, you know. You can also get neck cancers. I was also shocked about that. But otherwise, you can also get genital warts, which is not actually a serious illness and can go away on its own. So it's a virus, which means that you're not going to use antibiotics to get rid of it. It's not an infection. Okay, so there's a difference between STD and STI. So STD mm-hmm. is sexually transmitted diseases. STI is sexually transmitted infections. Okay, so normally those infections are bacterial infections that can be cleared by an antibiotic going on a course. But then you have the viruses like HIV, HSV, which is herpes simplex virus, which we all know of. A lot of people have herpes. You have different strands of herpes um, that can't be cleared by an antibiotic. So that's very important to understand. So the other issue with HPV is that you can have it for a very long time and actually not know it. Mm. Okay, It's very contagious, but it doesn't always uh, reflect disease instantly. Okay. So that's also something I want people to understand, even with the testing kits, that if you do find a positive, it doesn't mean that the positive is with that partner. Mm. could have been years ago, unless you have been routinely testing, which we're trying to promote with this, obviously, then if you've been routine testing, so let's say this year you find out that you're negative, and the next year then you find out you're positive, that's early detection in itself. But yeah. there's no real like early detection in HPV per se. Okay. If, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying, but it doesn't always show disease that early. Okay. okay? Yes. I see. So what you a lot mean. of people will, will find out that they have HPV because they get the genital warts. Mm-hmm. that's when they actually then start to realize that oh okay something is happening to me and it normally will present when you're like immunocompromised so most people are immunocompromised during pregnancy yeah you know or you can get sick or cancer or whatever or actually hiv right mm-hmm. so yes. the biggest burden obviously that we're trying to target is cervical cancer right mm-hmm. so cervical cancer is the leading cause of Cancer related deaths in South Africa. The yeah. leading cause of cancer related deaths in South Africa. That is huge. That's crazy. Okay. That is crazy. It's the second most common cancer, female type of cancer yeah. in the country, right? But it's very prevalent. And it's prevalent in our country because we also have the burden of HIV. So yeah. HIV itself also puts you at risk of getting human papilloma virus, which then puts you at risk of getting cervical cancer. Mm. So there's two strands that are involved from HPV that are involved with the cancer, right? So there's a hundred strands apparently with HPV yeah. but two yeah. are related to cancer, and that's 16 and 18. So if you're mm-hmm. fortunate enough to get those, um, you would need to get routine pap smears. I believe, though people deserve to get routine pap smears because you're sexually active. Yes. Because there's nothing better than early detection because early detection means better prognosis of your life, right? Mm-hmm. And can- cervical cancer is so easy to treat when you find it early. When you find it late, it's very unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. What I also want people to understand is, before I speak about the testing kit, right, the testing kit does not say you have cancer. Mm. No. It tells you that you have human papillomavirus if it's positive, right? And if you get a positive, I would greatly suggest that you instantly go for a pap smear because that's how you actually detect cervical cancer. Okay. The human papillomavirus test is just for that. Okay. Know. Um, okay. and it's very important you cannot use this test during pregnancy that's
0: yeah. a big big thing yeah so there's, there's yeah. certain conditions under which you shouldn't do the the dna testing there so I, yeah. I think what you said pregnancy if you're on your period as well and i yeah. think within about 48 hours of having sex because you don't want the semen to be exactly you don't want to contaminate as
1: well yeah, yeah, you don't want to contaminate your swab. And the most important thing with the pregnancy is that you could induce a, a miscarriage mm. because maybe you might do it the wrong way or, or you know, anything like that. Okay. So I'll go into that also. So I really love what Zoe Health is doing. Very impressed with this. I mean, when I was growing up, well, I'm still growing up, <laughs> we didn't have access to such things. And I think it's really important that we start to prioritize our health, especially our sexual health, especially because it's such a contagious infection, you know, it's it's such a contagious infection. And also
0: if you're testing, I mean, testing for me, it's like, it's like when you were talking about the fact that it's the leading cause of cancer-related deaths in South Africa, when I was looking up some information about it, like, over half a billion women in 2020 globally had cervical cancer and more than half of those died from it, right? And you think to yourself, yeah. this is actually one of those cancers, if not the only one, that is completely preventable if you have a vaccination and also treatable if you test early, right? So the likelihood of us being able to get rid of this cancer worldwide is, is so possible if we're getting vaccinated impossible. as young girls and also if we're testing all the time because... That's so. If you get it, if you get cervical cancer it's because you haven't been testing, and if you haven't been testing, you won't know, right? How to cut the fact that you actually have cervical cancer. So I think if we if we really like put our heads together as women and test often, this is something that we can completely get rid of, which for me makes it such a priority for us and really motivates us and Zoe to make sure that women are testing for this for HPV. Yeah. So tell us a bit more, doctor, about the difference, sorry, the difference between the DNA test, right, and a pap smear. So we know we don't want to go for the pap smear where we've got our legs up in the stirrup on the doctor's bench there. What are we doing when we're doing a pap smear as opposed to this particular test that we have?
1: So a pap smear, yes, it has to be done by a gynecologist, right? The nice thing with the pap smear, which is not nice for you, is that the gynecologist will be able to visualize your cervix. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know what a service is, it's the mouth of the womb. Okay, so if you remember the womb, it goes all the way down. It's that little mouth at the bottom. Okay, so what happens in that mouth of that womb is that you get different that grow there, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a transition phase between those two cells. There's two different cells that are growing there, right? And in that transition phase, that's when you have a chance of getting cancers. Okay, so when she's looking at it, she can obviously see if there's a lesion, all right, which means that she won't do a pap smear, she'll probably do a biopsy. So that, that's the biggest thing. But even in a pap smear, you can do an HPV DNA test. Yes, because you've got the smear. cells there, right? Yes, I okay. did my pap smear this year and we did both. She asked me kindly, can I do your pap smear and can I also do the DNA test? And that helps you because then you know that, okay, fine. I might not have cancer now, but if I have HPV, then keep, keep it in the back of my mind. And she also keeps it in the back of her mind. And we mm. test more frequently than I would if I didn't have the HPV. Okay. okay. Does that make sense? So because yeah. I don't have the HPV, I'm only going to test in a year again. Okay. But if you have the HPV, then you might test in six months. Okay. You know, just to ensure okay. that those cells don't start to become neoplastic, which means cancerous. The HPV DNA test is only looking at HPV, not cervical cancer. Mm -hmm.
0: The presence of the the virus. virus.
1: Yes, it's looking at the virus. Okay. Okay. That's the biggest difference. So people need to understand that. That's why you're able to swab yourself at home. Because what you're actually doing is you're just getting cells, your vaginal cells. I mean, you're obviously done for the cervix, but you won't know where your cervix is like you won't mm-hmm. you won't know you know right because you're not visualizing it so you're trying to get the cells and you're trying to see if HPV DNA has incorporated into your cells that's what you mm-hmm. actually looking at. Okay. Okay. So okay. I actually okay. want to tell them about the home kit because I okay, haven't I don't know if they can see it. I love the branding. I love Zoe branding. All right. So the biggest thing there'll be a seal here. If that is off, don't use it. That's number one. If your seal is off, don't use it. Time proof okay. seal, yeah. Yeah, it has a seal, right? You will open up the box, and then you'll see you've got a swab. Okay, so this is what you're going to use. The biggest thing, you're going to wash your hands, mm-hmm. right? You're going to wash your hands thoroughly, Sing the happy birthday song. Yes, 30 like seconds. Make sure that you your hands sorry. you. know, go in between your fingers because you really don't want to contaminate the sample. Yeah. But the nice thing about Zoe is that they've also included labs, which you should be using. All right. And what I like is that it's all digital, which I really <laughs> love. They have an extraction manual which shows you how you're going to do it, okay? But I'm also going to describe it. But Zoe Health has Noni on the page describing exactly how you do it. Anatomically, she's got even the vagina there. Yeah, it's got my vagina. Yeah, it's very clear. It's very, very clear. Noni, you did that so well. eh? It's very clear. But it basically also tells you how your sample is going to go from you to a lab and how you're going to get your results, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's the important thing. So the thing with the swap, right? If this seal is broken as well, you're not using it. It means yeah. it's contaminated. Okay. My seal is not broken at all, all right? Okay. okay, great. So you hold the red area, right? And you twist. Okay. Don't open it as fast as I do. Be more relaxed. <laughs> okay. There's a red line on it. Yeah. That means that's the maximum point where your fingers could touch above that your fingers don't go okay i would suggest though don't go there i would suggest you hold in between that and this okay Okay. for extra control obviously you hold it almost like a pen it gives you control right yeah you're going to obviously be in the privacy of your bedroom you're going to be calm and you're going to be relaxed If you've applicated a a, a tampon in yourself, you definitely know how to do this. Yeah. It's similar, right? You're going to be lying on your back. You're going to put your legs up. You're going to prop them open. This hand is going to be free. It's going to be gloved as well. Okay. And then you're going to spread your lips apart, your labia. All right. And you're going to put this in through your vulva. So through the vagina area. Okay. Okay. The biggest thing, don't lubricate it, please. Yes. do not put anything here, above yeah. the red line nothing must go there, but lubrication is not necessary, it will tamper with your specimen. Okay. Mm. You now need to ensure that you're getting the best specimen, right? Because if it's inconclusive, you'll have to do it again. Yes, absolutely. And. Not that it's not nice, I mean, you really won't feel much with this, honestly. Yeah, really yeah, that's true. It. It's Honestly, not you kidding. really won't feel much with it. I mean, if yeah. you put a tampon, even, I'm sorry, it says you put a penis. Mm. It's really yeah. not that <laughs> bad. <It's laughs> not, this is not that It's not that bad. Okay, so you're going to relax, and then you're going to advance this slowly. You're not trying to stab yourself. You mm-hmm. advance slowly, so you can also feel where you're going, okay? our vaginal canals are not the same like i know with mine it's more posterior so i take my time when i do anything in it
0: you know okay okay take
1: your time and you're going to advance it slowly you are going to make sure so it would also be nice if you have a little mirror there Mm -hmm. just just so you can visualize right yeah you're going to go until you see that red mark you don't advance it any further
0: okay That's why you
1: have your fingers there, right? So you can have a
0: measure of how far it should go into your vagina.
1: And then you're going to gently, but with good effort, Mm -hmm. go around. And actually feel all your walls. And that's how you're going to get a very good sample. And what you're trying to do also, just twisting it around, just so that you can cover the full sample. Mm -hmm. Okay? Then you bring it out slowly. And then you put it back into the testing, right? Yeah. And then that's your sample. Then you'll follow the um, you obviously need to put your details on it so that yes. you lose it. You put your details on it. It's really self explanatory how you're going to do yes. it. A, and each has has a unique ID.
0: So your, your name, name I love details <laughs> are linked to this ID, nothing is going to happen. You won't get your incorrect results, Yay. but then you do put your name on the, on the tube just for extra security, because we want to be doubly sure that everything is perfectly aligned, like it's perfectly set for you and assigned to you at the lab.
1: And only you. Yeah. So Noni, I think this is where you also explain how they then get their results.
0: Yeah, so, so as Toxic has said in the kit, you'll get your instruction manual. And what you do is also in the kits, you'll get a courier bag, right, for you to return the sample to us. So you don't throw away the box. Once you take your swab out and you do your, you self swab, you put this back inside and you close it. You put it in the courier bag that it comes with. And then on your instruction manual, there's a QR code. Yeah. So you scan that QR code and that is how you register your kit. And that is how we know that your kit is ready for us to collect from you and our courier will collect it from you send it to the lab and then your results will be sent to you and that's how we know that you've completed the kit and you want it to be fetched and tested so make
1: sure you complete all the information once you've scanned the qr code it's a very handy tool and one thing i like about that is if you struggle with white coat anxiety which, I mm. call, which means you're very scared of being the doctor, you're feeling very uncomfortable, but you actually want to t- start taking care of your sexual health because it's very important. If you're going to have sex, guys, you have to take care of your health. Yeah, That's, it, it just is what it is, okay? It's part mm. of the responsibility. Just as much as you always think about babies, think always about infection, you know? Mm -hmm. Condoms aren't there just to prevent babies. They're there to prevent infections as well. So this is something that can make you feel very comfortable. What I also really appreciate is that on the Zoe app, there's Ask an OBGYN, which is a real accredited OBGYN, okay? Mm -hmm. You can speak to them on that platform. You can even speak to them in private on that platform. I know that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can. You can share with them if you have any concerns, especially maybe after you get your results and maybe it wasn't a desirable outcome. And they can also help you with your steps going forward. All right. Mm -hmm. I would also greatly suggest to people to go for the vaccine, as Dr. Noni has been talking about, it's called Gardasil. Okay. You go in for like, I think, three shots. Entirely so that it can prevent, it doesn't prevent all of them, it prevents the ones that cause cancer. Okay, definitely will help you with 16 and 18, which is trans, all right. So for me, this is something that really answers to women who want to take care of their health, maybe might be busy or might have white coat anxiety, but who still want to ensure that they are doing the right thing. Yeah. and that's why i'm really impressed with these testing home kits but i yes. just want to reiterate a positive test does not equate to a positive cervical cancer test. yes guys please just yes. not the same exactly not yeah the same. okay okay yeah it just tells you where you're standing Yeah. Um, but you will still need to go for pap smears, even if it's negative okay mm. still go for your pap smears all right Okay, so I think it's time for questions. Nani, what do you yeah. say? You can answer yeah,
0: some yeah, questions that's great. So yeah, let's do questions. So I just want to do a quick recap because also for people who've maybe just joined us, we're talking about testing for HPV, right? So we've developed an HPV test where you can test at home because we know that going for a pap smear sometimes is not the most comfortable thing. And a lot of women don't like to go for the pap smear. So as Dr. Kaz said, we know that HPV is a very common virus that you can get it in your lifetime. When I was reading the stats, four out of five people get it. And there's different types of strains, right? There's the low-risk ones, which cause warts, and there's the high-risk ones, 16 and 18, and those are the ones that are responsible for cervical cancer. So most of the time when you get HPV infection, it's likely that your body will fight the infection off on its own, and this takes about a year or two but if, you keep, if the virus stays in your body and your body doesn't fight it for different number of reasons, if you're immunocompromised or if you have recurrent infection, it can then develop into cervical cancer. And because this is something that takes a long time to happen, you have to keep testing because you could get a positive HPV test now. But when you go for a pap smear, which shows what is actually happening with the cells, so pap smear is more visual the doctor can see what the cells look like if they're starting to change into something that can become cancer. You can get an HPV positive test, but that does not mean you have cervical cancer. It just means that you have the virus. You have to go for a pap smear to see your doctor can see what the cells look like. And then you have to keep testing every couple of years to keep an eye on your infection to see that it doesn't turn into cervical cancer. So in terms of the process, you order this kit from our website, zoehealth.com, and we will send it to you via courier once you order it. And as Dr. Kaz said, it will have the tamper-proof seal. You open it, and inside is your little swab. Dr. Kaz, I'm such an advocate for knowing your body. I feel like every woman should know their vagina very well. So when I first got my IUD put in, I was constantly stressed about the strings and is it in, is it falling out? So I took some time to actually get to know my body. I know what my cervix feels like. So guys, I'm a big advocate for knowing your body. So get into the squat position, put your finger in your vagina, feel around, know where your cervix is so that, especially when you do this test, when you order it, then you know exactly what you're trying to do. So we're trying to get the cells in the cervical area so that we can test to see if you have HPV infection. So as Dr. Kaz said, once you swab yourself and you put this back in here, you then send us the kit back to us, to our lab, and we will send you your results. And how you do that is by scanning the QR code. So someone was asking here, hey, how long after taking the swab and scanning the QR code should you send the kit back? So you you need to send the kit back within three days of sampling. So if you do the sample, say in the evening, don't be stressed that by tomorrow it's going to be messed up. No, just store it in a dark, cool place, put it in a cupboard in your bathroom or somewhere that's dark and uh, cool and send it to us within three days. And you can also k- keep the kit with you. The kit has an expiration date on it, at the back, all the information. So if you order it, it doesn't mean that you have to use it right away. Just make sure that you keep it in a cool, dark place and you can use it. No, it lasts
1: long
0: Yeah, it does. It lasts a long time. And if you guys have any questions, we're always available on our WhatsApp line. We can help you.
1: The only thing uh, I forgot that's to mention that. is... The age group in which the prevalence is the highest. Yeah. And it was actually sad to know it's 15 to 44 years. Mm. That 15 years, and like it's, it's, it's like younger people are actually showing up more with the cervical cancer. It's very, very That's sad. Crazy. They have a huge burden of it in the United States. That's why it's big that side. Like mm. testing kits have always been a thing for them. Um, the vaccine rollout is very big for them. I think they're actually trying to also included in our immunization routine or yeah the general the general routine. schedule yes where they're mm. trying to target the young girls from i think to yeah. nine they can do it but, yeah. and that's really good um and it's because we're also starting to see that we're struggling even though in, in south africa we're always known we're struggling with cervical cancer but mm. it's because ours is really greatly related to hiv and hiv mm. hasn't puts you at risk of hpv but yeah it's a huge burden across the world, as um, Dr. Noni actually showed. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think I also saw some questions here.
0: Someone is saying, can we get the vaccine? at just came a text. Yes, you can. But I will say, right, what I've also read is that the vaccine is, not, is, only, um, is only good at preventing, right? That's what a vaccine does. So if you have not got the infection yet, then the likelihood of the vaccine working for you is high. That is why they vaccinate young girls before they become sexually active. So that age group that Dr. Kaz was talking about, and even the government right now is rolling it out in primary schools, that nine to, I think it's 11 or 15 age group, not sexually active, they are the ones that the vaccine works for. So there is like, Sort of different opinions on whether older people should get the vaccine, but the likelihood is if you already have the HPV infection, the vaccine is not going to help you because you've already got the virus. So then, yeah, you so know, the but test first. Yeah, get the
1: home and then exactly. if you're negative, go for the vaccine.
0: Yeah, okay. go for the vaccine. Yeah. But obviously, the nurse at wherever you get the vaccination will be able to also advise you on whether or not you're a good candidate for the vaccine.
1: Yeah, because quite expensive. We yeah, it is. It. Expensive. It's actually quite expensive. So yeah. yeah,
0: so at least if you're if you're a primary school kid, which I don't think there's a um, majority of the people here, but if you are, then you're getting it from free f- through the government. But if you're paying yeah. for it at clicks and Discount, it is expensive. I think you're paying about.
1: 900, the last time I tried. It's processed, expensive. 900 grand. It's a those Mm. ranges. 900 to 1,000 grand. It's very expensive. And I just want to say, even if you do vaccinate, it doesn't mean you stop doing your pap smears. Mm. Okay. So in government, we have this notion of certain age groups will get tested at certain times. I think it even goes to like three years, like every three years, and you'll get your pap smear and all that stuff. I am not of that belief. And we know that it's because of distributive justice, right? It's because Mm. we don't have enough resources to pap smear everyone every year, you know, every every sexually active woman every year. But if you can afford, do it every year. Generally, do it every year. There's nothing better than keeping a close eye. Yeah, because as soon as you get those cells Mm. and they see it, they deal with it, and you're fine, you know, but it doesn't mean you stop exactly. your pap smear. Yes, you always have to do the pap smear. The thing is, I would rather do a pap smear than ever, ever, ever have cervical cancer. I've yes. seen it myself. I've watched patients pass away from it. Mm. Unfortunately, when I was a student, I only did gynae oncology. That's the only thing I did, which is cancer in gynae. That's the only thing I did. And 98% of that ward were cervical cancers. And they were already stage four. Mm, woman. Nice, please, let's Young test. Woman. let's yeah. test because
0: if those lesions start, those those cells start changing, the doctor can get rid of them, right? They can cut them out, they can do whatever technique it is to get them out and that lesion can actually be removed and you could can be cancer free. So continue to test because it makes no sense why women are dying of cervical cancer when it's something that we can prevent and treat if we find it early. So someone is saying here, Nomatsumi says, is this how they swap for pap smears? It is right, Dr. Kass, because you you basically want the cells in the cervix, right? And for the pap smear, they're looking at the cells and for this kit, we're testing for the actual virus. So, except though it's, it's the <coughs> the doctor uses all those tools, right? The fancy tools to to open yeah. the cervix the and get a- Yeah,
1: fancy tools, just a speculum. Yeah, uh, that we use just to open and then they'll have the bright light. But mm-hmm. we will target more into, we'll go into the cervix. So you, it's, it, it's, I'd be shocked if anyone here can go into their cervix and try to swab no, um, that do well. So we go a little bit into the cervix and sometimes you don't bleed a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know i guess It You do bleed a little bit. That's why you feel quite uncomfortable after it, but you won't yeah. bleed like more than that. But you go into the cervix, right? It's got a little small hole. It's got a mouth. You go into it and you you turn, 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 but it also has like it's a, like a brush. Yes. So it's re- literally scraping the. Yes. It's trying to grab as much tissue because, mm. as you said, Doctor N- it's going to be looked under a microscope because you're going to be doing cytology and you're going to be doing histology. So okay. histology and cytology are very different. You are looking at things under a microscope. Okay. So it's not really the same, really, compared to it. It's a swab. It's a vaginal swab, you know. I think later on, Dr. Zoe, I would really recommend to you guys that you actually do a full panel home testing kit because the swab that you are getting here, you can do a full testing kit. A full testing yeah. panel on this. So you can yes. actually test it for a vaginal swab where you just do a full panel of bacterial and um, herpes, whatever. But yeah, you could do like a whole testing kit because you're actually swabbing mostly. Yes, you swab it on the cervix, but you're swabbing as well as the vagina, you know. Yeah. So good. it's good it's, it's a really good method.
0: Uh, There's someone here who says she tested for HPV and was later negative. So happens very common because the virus is so prevalent, but sometimes your body, as we said, can fight it off. It's when your body doesn't fight it off and it's in your body for a long time and starts to cause those cancerous changes that it becomes a problem. Is it painful? No, it's not painful here, Dr. Kaz. I mean, Dr. Kaz said, if you can put bigger things in your vagina, this is not so bad. You know, maybe uncomfortable for some because it, I think for me personally, when I did the test, it wasn't uncomfortable because as I said, I know my body very well. So I knew where I was going. I made sure that I know where my cervix is and it's not painful. At most uncomfortable for people that are sensitive. I know we all have different tolerance levels, but most, it could be uncomfortable for you, but definitely it's not supposed to be sore. That's exactly why we have that red marker to stop you we do not want you putting this entire swab inside your vagina guys please that is why the red mark is there as dr cass said that's where your fingers no touching above there and your fingers will guide you so i usually say if you put your put your fingers above the red line and you put it in by the time your fingers start to touch your vagina in a quote unquote normal vagina you should reach your cervix but mm. if you are very like if you knowledgeable about your body and you're like, well, I can feel maybe as Doctor Cass said, you have a posterior cervix. I don't want to use the wrong term. Then you'll know if yeah. you, you should, you should go. Yeah, posterior
1: cervix. Yeah. So some people have very anterior ones, so even that might be a little bit too long for you, but it, it, it's not. It's more standardized um, canal, yeah, size. So you should be fine, guys. I also saw someone say, "Can you get?" What kind of operation takes place to remove HPV? We don't remove HPV.
0: Yeah, so HPV is a virus, guys. You cannot get rid of it. So even someone said, how do you get the cure? So there's no cure for HPV. It's a virus. No. But if you get the cancerous cells, they can cut them out, right, Dr. Kaz? What is, I don't know the technical yeah, term, but... Yeah, but it's a can... certain
1: time. So, sure, yeah. that would need, yeah, that's, that's like a full histology lesson, but... You have different um, grading of the cancer, right? So, yeah, you get your low grade cells that is easier to cut. Not really cut off, but you can, like, remove, okay? Mm. So there's two, there's two procedures that can happen. It's called a LETS procedure where they actually, like, burn parts of your cervix. And that actually, if you haven't been pregnant, can make your cervix shorter. So mm-hmm. when you do become pregnant, you might be prone to having uh, needing a cervical a stitch to keep your baby in. So you always need to remember that. Or you can have a colposcopy, which apparently is like a cone biopsy where they take out like a cone okay it it depends on the grading of the actual cancer if the grade is too high so um unfortunately then it might mean like they would have to take a biopsy find out how far how far extended is it um has it spread as well and Mm. from there they will decide what kind of management they'll give to you right are you going for Mm. radiation are you going for, um, um, sorry, are you going, yeah, are you going for radiation? Are you going for chemo? Or if you're in, like, a little bit, so in between the two, like very high and in, just in between the two, they might just do a whole total abdominal hysterectomy where they take mm. out your whole uterus and they just try to take out also your cervix, right? And that's, I mean, that's a, quite unfortunate for young people to go through. Mm. Sometimes, unfortunately, as I'm saying, if it's more high-grade, they can't even get there yeah um, because the cancer has spread too much they would kill you by trying to, to remove the cancer okay because the cancer mm-hmm. itself also creates its own blood supply that's the most important thing that's why cancers mm-hmm. can't just be cut out anywhere right so yeah okay. yeah so you can't yeah. you can't remove it
0: so the more advanced it is the, the less likely well the more difficult it would be sometimes the treatment options um, the worse it is, basically, you know, the less likely you are to be able to treat it. That's why we advocate so hard for early testing and de- and, and detection so that yeah. this thing can be your your lesions can be treated as soon as possible, as soon as they appear. So you don't want to wait. You don't want to wait. Uh, does one get put to sleep when it gets removed? So if you're having the, the surgical removal,
1: Dr. Kaz, of like any... It depends yeah, on which one. Yeah, there's some that's procedures that can be done in the dining room. We do it in the dining room. You can, and there'll be anesthetic around in the service. like mm-hmm. what's there in that area. A lot of bleeding, unfortunately. Quite a fast, fast procedure, and yeah, if it's successful, then that's it. But if you then require like a more advanced uh, biopsy, or if you require the removal of your womb then you obviously will need to be put to sleep but the let's know it's done yeah literally i've seen it being done in a normal office like a consulting area it's just you just need to obviously put anesthesia around that area but also you must remember like different things for different hospitals right so public hospitals are a little bit more conservative which means like they, they can 't use a lot of resources for something that is like can be done in like a normal consultation. Ah, okay, but like in private, they will definitely do it like it's a procedure like a full on procedure you go to sleep and all that stuff
0: okay
1: um guys we're
0: trying to get rid of this cancer right cervical cancer, as Dr. Kass said, leading cause of cancer related deaths in women, and hundreds of millions of women dying from it every year and if we do early intervention methods, so that is vaccinating. Please talk to your doctor. Get onto the Zoe app. Ask the questions. Dr. Kaz is also there. You can ask the questions. If you have daughters, guys, please ask your doctor. Ask our doctors on the app questions about the vaccine. Take your daughters to be vaccinated if if you're so inclined, because if we can get all the young girls vaccinated, then the next generation will be prevented from getting cervical cancer and we can get rid of this horrible disease. Um, but for those of us who've maybe have been sexually active for a long time and have passed that threshold for vaccination, testing is the only way to prevent yourself from getting cervical cancer if you test positive. So as Dr. Kaz said, testing positive for HPV does not mean you have cancer. So don't freak out and think, hey, my HPV test is yeah, positive. I uh, it just means keep an eye. Your body might fight it. If it doesn't, keep testing every couple of years to make sure that the, the HPV virus is not causing your cells to become cancerous, which will lead to cervical cancer. So we at Zoe are trying our best to see how we can help South African women to test so that uh, we can take our our numbers down for cervical cancer And also we keep in mind that you guys don't like to go for pap smears. We know we're women in the Zoe team, so we know what it's like. That's why we developed this test so that you can sit in your house, in your comfortable place and test yourself and send it to us and we'll take care of the rest and also help you through the journey, right? If your test is positive, We've got you, we will help you with our healthcare providers to make sure that um, it doesn't turn into something more serious. So please, please test, guys. It's the only way we're er going to eradicate this cancer. Uh, So does the price include the lab and the collection of the swab? So the price is all inclusive. You pay once, you get the kit sent to you, it includes the cost to send it back, it includes the cost for pathology, and then you get your results. So there's no
1: extra cost on that. I mean, that is so great, guys. I mean, that is a win.
0: And it's an investment in your health, guys, right? It's an investment in your health because if the reason you're not going for a pap smear is because it's uncomfortable, you're doing it in your home. There's no doctor there with your nurse who's poking and prodding you or being in an uncomfortable room, as Dr. Cass said. What did you call it? White coat. White coat phobia.
1: <laughs> but I mean, doesn't. <laughs> but I think, Loni, I think we're gonna confuse them though. This does not okay. replace the pap smear. No, 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 it doesn't, doesn't replace the pap, pap smear at all. At all, it's I don't want that to, to get. No, no, yeah, it does yeah, not does replace the pap, pap smear. No, no, no. So, no, so no, no, no. you might, you will still need to do yeah. yeah. It's two different things. Yeah, two different it's things. It just might mean that you don't have to get swapped for an HPV. By a yeah. doctor, okay, but yeah. it, it it will not it will not replace a pap smear. You will still no, need no, no. to go in for a pap smear, especially if you know you have any other conditions that make that predispose you to yeah that to make it, you yes. immune No, you absolutely know. good point, Doctor. Kaz, it does not replace
0: your pap smear um, because awesome. obviously these two tests do two different things, right? And the first step is testing for for actually the virus, it's the, exactly. the virus, right? Because you're not going to get. Circle cancer without the virus. So, if you want to make sure that you're testing to make sure that the virus you don't have the virus, then this is your first step. So, jump okay. on to zoehealth.com. I don't know if there are any other questions, but just to recap, that's how you order the kits under the Zoe Health shop, just jump onto the website. And also on our website we've got the WhatsApp number. If you have any questions about the process, drop us a message on WhatsApp. Um, Download the app. You can find Dr. Kaz there. She'll answer all the questions. As she said, also our OB is also there and she will also be able to guide you and yeah, and we also connect as other women on, on the app. So maybe there's women who've done this test there. You can ask them how it was for them, the experience. But it's really, really that simple, guys. Everything is in the box. We've got gloves. We've got the flyer bag for returning to, to us. You've got the full list of instructions. There's two sets. There's one from us. There's the other one from the manufacturer. So the manufacturer, we it. It. Yeah. yeah. And there's the video also for how to do it where I show with my little uh, uterus model, how far you should go, but also, you know, get to know your body, feel yourself out, touch yourself and make sure that you know what's happening with your body so that when something goes it starts to change and it's different it's easy for you to identify yeah. the same for Especially birth.
1: the warts. <laughs> A lot of people actually don't realize they have the warts. I've had patients mm. come in who don't even realize that they have the warts because they're painless, by the way. Oh, yeah. The warts are painless. They're not painful. What's the yeah, they're painless warts. Yeah, so... Even sometimes, you know, I once read this when I was like when I was young, like I think I was 16, that it needs to be a normal thing or your routine that you take a mirror, your beauty mirror, and you place it against your headboard. And then Mm. you put your head towards the end of the bed and you visualize what's going on in your bed. You don't want your partner to be the one to be like, there's something different because we are mm. the only one visualizing what's going on exactly. down there. Exactly. You know, understand yeah. yourself and understand what's going on with your body. Someone asked, um, what's the difference between this home test and a pap smear? I'm gonna answer it again, because I think, Shane, okay. you probably um, entered just towards the end of it. Okay, so the difference is this home kit is testing for HPV, and HPV puts you at risk of getting cervical cancer, okay? So that's what this is looking at, right? So this is a vaginal swab, which will then go to a lab and they'll tell you if you definitely have HPV or not, okay, right? A pap smear can include a swab for HPV. It is conducted by a doctor normally an OBGYN, but can be conducted by even a GP, all right, Mm. you are opened up with what we call a speculum and there's a light and the doctor can visualize what is going on at the cervix. Yes, they can't see in the cells or anything like that, but they can see if there's changes around the cervix, if anything is happening. And then they will do a swab with definite clear Um, visualization of your cervix. They will go into the mouth of the cervix or into into the first part of the cervix and then they will swab it. It's with a brush so it's a little bit more painful, will cause a little bit of bleeding but not too much and then that is taken to the lab and is looked at in a microscope to see if you are growing any cancerous cells, if the cells that are growing in that area are changing to becoming cancerous. Okay? Mm. They can also do, as I said, an HPV test on that. Okay, yeah. so it's completely, completely different, but they are related. So even if you get a positive test result here, it will tell you that in actual fact compared to a person who has a negative result, that you would need to be screened more often than someone else. Remember, Mm -hmm. in actual fact, a pap smear test is not a test, it's actually a screening, which means that we can see before it happens. All right, Mm -hmm. tests tell you positive or negative. That's all they do. A screening means whatever thing I have, whatever test, whatever outcome I have, there is possibly an opportunity to prevent a worse outcome, okay? It's a screening Mm. tool, very different. This is a testing tool. Yeah, that's
0: that's great. I love that description. Yeah, yeah. even in the results, Dr. Kaz, so the results for this, you'll either be negative or positive. So negative, they have not found the presence of HPV DNA, In your sample positive they have found the presence of hpv dna whereas on your pap smear your cells either look normal or they look abnormal exactly also the positive the positive test here does not mean you have cancer it just means you are infected with the virus therefore you need to be more aware of the fact that you have the virus therefore you need to be more vigilant about continuing to test and making sure that you then have your pap smear to make sure that there are no changes that are happening to your cells does it tell you the strand yes yeah, so you so what the test actually does is it looks for the both strands so the test results will tell us if you, yeah if you have 16 or 18 um because those are the two high risk strains so it will tell us But I suppose if you are positive for either, that that means you need to to be aware. Uh, So someone has just asked a question here quickly before we wrap. If cells were found in the cervix and were operated and removed, can they come back at the later stage? So Dr. Kaz, if I test positive and they do find that I have cancerous cells and they do that procedure you mentioned about removing them, can they come back at a later stage? They should have they
1: removed your transition the, the transition area because the transition area is where the cancer happens. So as I explained to you, there's two cells that are growing in that area, okay? So every part of your body is made up of different types of cells. Okay. This is histology. I'm sorry, it's very boring. So different kinds of cells, right? And in your cervix, so like your skin, it's the same type of cell throughout okay on your cervix there's two cells and there's a transition phase in between them so where one will transition to the other and that's the area for the cancer okay Mm. so it shouldn't if they've removed that area just like how if they've removed your womb and there's no more cervix you shouldn't get the cancer all right and that's why we say screening because if if you do get something, and I love how you said, it will either say normal or abnormal cells, because that's actually what it says. It says normal, abnormal cells, and it will tell you that most likely this, or it will actually grade it. If it can actually find it, it will grade the type of mm-hmm. cell that is there. And it will tell you if what kind of intervention, so the histopathologist will tell you what type of intervention you can use um, secondary mm-hmm. to what you are seeing. Alright, but yeah, it shouldn't if, if you if, if they've removed that area. And normally what happens is when we see that a person has the, the early grade one, so the one where you do the LEDs procedure or the coposcopy, whatever, or the code biopsy, is because we can tell that they are prone to getting the cancer. So obviously that cancer can then advance, but we also know that they are more prone to getting it again. So that's why you then remove it. So it shouldn't. But Um, uh, because I'm a little bit uncertain, I can clarify it on my stories later on, just to make sure that I'm not giving you the incorrect information, I'll make sure of that. But if I remember clearly, mm -mm, you shouldn't because they should be removing that transition phase where the cancer happens. Okay.
0: Last question before we say goodbye, so someone is asking how long after the kids is sent back do you get your results? So we have a turnaround time of between three and five days it's usually much shorter than that because the kids are yeah, probably, yeah we, we prioritize that, but you know you should have your results with you within three days uh once we have the kids sent to the uh, back at us at the lab so and then your results will get sent to you via email. And as I said, guys, we're there. If you have a positive HPV test result and you want to know, you have questions, we're there, we will answer all the questions, connect you with our one of our healthcare providers who will help you because we obviously don't want you to get a positive result and then we drop you like, hey, bye, you're on your own. We want to help you through the process and make sure that you you Mm -hmm. have all the support that you need post getting the positive results. So we're here. There's women on the app in the circles the doctor Kaz uh, mentioned join us and we can chat and support one another and make sure that nobody we're not getting all these women like dying from cervical cancer, that it's the leading cause of cancer related deaths for me is crazy
1: because, yeah. because Especially so it it. it's preventing it shouldn't be the second leading cause, you know. It, should. I, it, it really should I I mean I understand with breast cancer I, even though you can screen for it, mammograms, you can go for mammograms and all that stuff. Mm. Well, don't really screen, you can go test for it. Well, no, screening. mammogram is a screening tool. But I mean, yeah, no, it shouldn't be. Yeah. It, it, it shouldn't be. Cervical cancer is so easy. Early detection means better prognosis, means life. For me, early detection equals life. and That's all there is. Dr. Noni, I know we're going to wrap up. I just want to answer this last question because I no, want just... to leave anyone hanging with this question. So this person asked if that area is removed can you still have babies most definitely all right but you might land up in my situation even though i've never had this procedure done but i had a short cervix which means that there was a bigger chance of me or there was a risk of me miscarrying my child so then you will then have to go for um, a cervical stitch where they basically stitch the mouth closed so it doesn't open up before the time that it needs to open up and then they will obviously release it if you want to have natural birth they will release it at 36 weeks to 37 weeks because that's when you turn to allow you to then progress into natural naturally into labor or if you were like me you take it out during your c-section because it was scheduled okay <laughs> Cool. Thanks, Dr.
0: Kez. Guys, whatever reason you have for not screening for HPV, guys, there should be no reason. We're making it super easy for you to do it. It's an investment in your health, guys, please. Yeah. So, so, so important for us. So we, we love seeing women live and thrive and really taking control of your healthcare and your healthcare decisions. That's why we do this. That's why we're there for women. Please, guys, let's test for HPV so that we can get rid of this disease. It cannot be the leading cause of cancer-related deaths when we have the tools to prevent it. So share with your friends, guys, those who are not on the live today. Share, get the link on your phone or the or the, or the website. Get a kit for your friends. Just share, do something to pass this information on, please, so that we can tackle this head-on as South African women and eradicate this disease. It's it's the only way, testing and preventing is the only way. So if you're having sex, you need to test for HPV. So Dr. Kaz, thank you so much. As always, we love, love chatting to you. Um, and Dr. Kaz is, is one of our resident healthcare providers. We love her. I really so, am.
1: <laughs> yeah she is we love
0: it because she's so (laughs) informative and she's just as passionate as we are about making sure that women have the right tools to to make the the best healthcare choices for themselves so thank you for joining us thank you for listening we hope you enjoyed this podcast please visit our website www.zoehealth.com to share and rate this podcast and to access more content and resources like this Join us on our next episode as we bring you more of the women's health and
1: wellness topics that matter to you.